Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Mr. Beacon podcast. I am very excited about a historic episode. This uh, is our first interview with a venture capitalist. Uh, we think of you as uh, our, our listeners, our viewers, as uh, as entrepreneurs, solutions architects. But sooner or later, you need some investment. Um, and maybe it's investment from your company uh, that, that you work at, if you work for a big company. Or maybe you want to um, follow the path of many amazing entrepreneurs and start up your own company. This is the episode for you um, because we're talking to Dove Moran, who is the inventor of the thumb drive. So um, he sold his billion dollar um, company uh, to Scandisk uh, and, and pioneered the technology behind these amazing devices that are still indispensable. He uh, is the managing partner of Grove Ventures, who are actually uh, one of the, the VCs that invested in the first round of Williot, the uh, company where I have my day job. Um, and uh, he has an incredible uh, archive of knowledge in his brain, which we tap into. And he's an author. He's just published a book called 100 Doors, An Introduction to Entrepreneurship. And that's really the essence of what we are talking to him about in the show. Um, the second part of our show, we talk a bit uh, about uh, his, his personal life, his journey. Um, it's really fascinating conversation, in my opinion. Um, but the first part of the show uh, will uh, be talking about um, what it takes to be a, uh, a leader of a firm, the kind of qualities that um, venture capitalists look for in the companies that they're funding. Um, and there's a lot of great uh, advice and, and feedback, which I, th I think you'll find very useful if you're in the solutions business. So please enjoy. The Mr. Beacon Ambient IoT podcast is sponsored by Williot bringing intelligence to every single thing. Dove, thank you so much for agreeing to do this uh, podcast. Uh, you're the first um, uh, venture capitalist we've had on the Mr. Beacon podcast. The show's been going for over five years, so this is a, a milestone for me, and it's a milestone having someone with your experience on the show, so thank you. My pleasure. So... Um, we're in. Uh, we're recording uh, this show at uh, the the tail end of 2022, and the markets are not good. Um, uh, there's not a lot of companies that are going public, um, um, and you know the question that I had had in my mind for you is what your advice is for entrepreneurs seeking funding these days. Is is there still funding available for good ideas? Um, what's the market like? Absolutely yes. The, the answer is absolutely yes. And again, it's yes for the good companies. It's no for the bad companies. If uh, maybe a year ago, hey, you could just uh, you could uh, just invent uh, this kind of stuff with some uh, line on that. Say that's very unique. Now, how much money do you want? Yeah, and then competing if uh, you know form form of business is terrible. Yeah, if I want to invest, but yes, you come and uh, formal is gone. No more formal. Yeah, uh, you know formal. 
fear of uh, yes fear of missing out yes, fear yes, of missing yes. uh, investment yeah it's fimi supposed to be fimi <laughs> yeah and in reality there is we we raised money many other funds raised money i think that people are more cautious i think that they, they slowed the rate of investment uh there is no there are no more this vcs late stage vcs which used to throw big amount of checks hundreds of millions of dollars on companies without really evaluating the the process the risks opportunities exist you have to look at the opportunities potential you need to look at the risks they they didn't look at the risks they looked only at the, at the potential wow amazing potential let's invest hmm there is a risk you have to calculate risk you have to measure things and do it smartly in a way that you take finally the right, the right company so yeah many late the, those late stage uh vcs some of them has gone or they became very very careful with their investments early stage i seen it almost every vc i know raised money last year year before they still have money they are investing they are slower which is good uh they are more uh, selective which is very very good uh and they are more normal so we we don't see any more these guys coming from uh, the israeli army army you know intelligence 8200 and say hey we have an idea you know cyber we know how to do cyber uh okay 60 million dollars on a value of uh, 180 we saw it last year uh so um uh basically it's a good market for the good companies and it's a good market for vcs do you know why because hey it's more normal it's more we we do see uh, more opportunities we do see uh valuations which are the right valuations company has a great idea but with every great idea comes a lot of risks and if it companies it's it's early stage you have to well to to make the the the, the calculation of the risk against the potential the right probabilities the right amount and that's a value and and yeah we want to do it in a way that the values are dictating by this balance between the potential and the 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 the, the risks and not by hey somebody else offered them now twice uh, we don't we want invest right. so that's i'm happy with this time and I, i i by the way i think that we should invest even more than before or not less than before because the the, the entrepreneurs are there the ideas are there technology needs to continue to be progressed so as a uh, grow ventures who you're an investor in willyot the company my day job the company i work for in fact you interviewed me uh, so thank you for helping <laughs> get me this job that i love i've been doing it for 5 years which is uh, a privilege um what you uh, invested in the very early stages of Willia but what what typically what stage does Grove invest in where where are you in that because uh, yep. you started off as an angel investor right as an individual you I started actually I started as an angel investor and I didn't plan to invest but people used to come to me and say okay nice great idea and they came back to say no one was ready to invest. okay I put some money um and I got into the conclusion the wrong conclusion that this way of of a, is a bad way it's a good way to lose money because you don't really get to see the best opportunities and uh, and uh, you don't do a real thorough due diligence as you should do and as a standalone person it's difficult to really monitor and help and support and that's where i went to establish a growth by the way Uh, I invested as an angel in about 10 companies uh, and three of them are, are doing very extremely very very well one of those companies is a company called rapid API it's uh, run by uh, somebody who was 15 and a half when I got to know him and I invested in his wow. company actually I didn't intend he did ask he didn't establish a company he just he was very slow he developed something and it, it was very very slow so I uh, I asked him why don't you hire somebody to help you he said hey I don't have money you know it's and I'm a student at high school so I said how much money do you need he said 60000 dollars said okay let's make it a company that's it you know it's an exercise for us for me for you we open a company he said okay we open a company what the company and the lawyers will dictate I, so I gave him 60000 dollars on a pre money value of 180000 dollars 
and this company now has a value of over a billion dollars. And it's... Very nice. It's enough money for many, many of such investments that I've done. But I, I made it a fund. That's great. And, uh, and we are early stage fund. We, we are early stage fund. We are... Uh, uh, we, we invest in companies really at the beginning. We want to help them to build themselves. We want to see that there is a, the right DNA and culture and vision and mission statement. And, and that the guys are hiring the right people. Uh, and yeah, I think that hiring people is crucial. Company finally, company would do as well as the level of their people would be. And if they would hire bad people, idea could be great, but it won't help them. And uh, maybe that's one of the reasons I uh, interviewed, and probably that's the reason I, I was rec- recommending to take you. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, well, um, so, so what are the key things? When you have your partners' meetings, you're talking about uh, an investment. What, what are the things that you typically debate about? Uh, so you, you talked about a lot of criteria, the, the, the mission and the quality of the people and the culture. Um, but what are the things that you find you're debating in, in your meetings with your other partners? You're the senior partner, you lead it, but I'm assuming there's still some debate about where the investments go. First, we are equal partners. So we are we are four partners, everybody holds 25%, and we take decisions, you know, as an entity, not as say, do say, or whatever. But uh, uh, we are, I'm the guy at the, at the fund who is pulling all the time more toward the hard stuff, the the, the the deep tech. The deep tech, which means semiconductors and the cloud infrastructure and core AI, science. I do like things coming from science. I like very much biotech as well. Anything that relates to healthcare, uh, digital health. Uh, so so uh, that's the nature of our fund. In all of those subjects, really at the very, very early stages of the company. And then we are we are there, and we are coming as the guys who are coming to help the companies. We are not coming as the guys sitting at the board, uh, providing commands. And um, I, I don't I don't know how much uh, Tali is telling you, Tali or CEO, uh, about uh, my efforts to come and help connect him there and go through this and uh, and sometimes criticize him, which I don't do at the board. I, I do when we meet. Uh, by the way, almost nothing to criticize him because he's almost perfect. He's, he's one of the best CEOs I ever met in my life. Uh, <laughs> He would compete for the for the job of the best CEO. Yeah. Uh, well, what 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 makes I've got to ask you what makes a great CEO? What 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 do you uh, okay. love in a CEO? So I, I tell you generally, when we evaluate entrepreneurs, how do we evaluate? How do we first we we have this statement: people first. It's two principles: people first, getting value. And, uh, and how do you measure people? How do you know if they are good or bad for this specific job? Not for, because they might be very good as a husband for my, my, my daughter, but not good as. So the, the, yes. the, the, the answer is, by the way, I do ask this question, many students, when I come to give speeches in university, they ask, what do you think? IQ, is, it, is that important? Now they are students, so they are very, very smart. So they say, no, hey, no, no, guys, you are totally wrong. IQ is important. We don't, ha- we don't, we don't take. Idiots. Yeah, we don't invest in idiots. <laughs> IQ is important. But it's something which is more important, clearly. This is EQ, emotional quotient. How, how the person knows how to create eye contact, relations, uh, care about others. Uh, and it's crucial, it's crucial to him, uh, knowing how to raise money. Because raising money is not just, hey, I have an amazing idea, invest in me. No, 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 no. It's very far away of that. And it's how does he know to sell? Because practically, the number one seller for any startups is the CEO. Yeah. You go to sell something that no one else was using. The buyer should really have a crazy trust in you. And he doesn't yes. want to meet the VP sale that comes with a slick tie, whatever, quote, uh, giving his speech. He wants to meet the CEO. He wants to look at the CEO in the eyes. If the CEO won't be able to convince him uh, because he's not the right character, it's a, it's an issue. And then comes something which is even more important, and this is AQ. And AQ stands for uh, adversity. Adversity. Okay, yes. 
you know, when you when you build your startup, you are going to go through tough times. Everybody, I don't, I didn't see a single company that didn't go through tough time. This, you know, maybe I don't know, maybe Google didn't go through tough time. I think that Google did really go through tough. They're going now. How <laughs> they will go in the future? But every company has tough times. You know, every CEO will have many disappointments. You go to raise money. Uh, you will get many, many no's of uh, people, investor that would, would tell you no. And uh, and every time you get a no, it's like a clap, slap, slap on your face. Because you went mm-hmm. with the full excitement. You are so excited. You have to be. By the way, if you don't go excited, don't go. So you go really excited. And you make many preparations. And you tell your friends, guys, I, I know this. He will invest. And then you sit with him and he gives you 30 minutes and say, eh, I don't think it's going to work. Or some stupid answer, which you know it's stupid. And you have to go back and say, they ask you, you guys, how was the meeting? Hey, not so bad. Uh, he, wanted to see, <laughs> he wanted to see the beginning of this, our device working before he invest. <laughs> he just said he doesn't want you. He doesn't want to see your face anymore. Yeah. So you have to, to play this game. <laughs> And, and again, I, I, I talked about this, this song this, uh, before. Uh, this is, uh, yes. To the uh, left of you. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you take people and sometimes you are disappointed of the people because sometimes they may fit to a specific stage but don't fit the, the next stage. What do you do with that? And sometimes, you know, you go to a customer and you have really the best product and then you find that the customer keeps buying IBM and say, I know yes. it's other guys are IBM, but I have such a great product. But they are IBM. And it's so, so confusing and so disappointing and so tough. And you walk like crazy, crazy hours. And you have a wife at home that is probably unhappy of your activity and your children that you don't see enough and you feel guilt for that. It is yes. very difficult to be and successful entrepreneur. And not everybody is structured to that. And that's what we are trying to see when we meet people and understand how they are. And yeah, it takes time. Very to interesting. It, but that's a way that's more. Very fun. interesting. But by the way, I must well, tell so you. So you knew, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, so, well, you knew um, where you are indirectly, I guess. You didn't know Tal, but you, you, there was someone in your firm that, yep. that, that yep. knew um, of Tal and Yaron and Alon. And so yep. you had yep. that. And I, I you know, I, I joined relatively early in Williot's history and I was just amazed they closed their initial investment round basically within days of the start of the year of the, they were founded. And I think that was partially because of... Uh, uh, that, that was a lot to do with you. And um, I have to say, you know, I, I'm now focused on marketing. In the early days, I was uh, washing the dishes, doing the sales, and uh, your uh, Grove were an amazing um, partner and investor. You made so many introductions, gave such great advice. I just want to acknowledge uh, uh, that. It was, uh, tr- you know, the, you were just wonderful uh, as, as an investor. I, 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 we've only got a few minutes left. I do want to ask you what your view is of the market that we're in now, uh, IoT and the potential for what we're now calling ambient IoT. You know, in my mind, ambient IoT is, is computing and sensing and communication that surrounds us. Um, and I know you've always been enthusiastic about it, but I've never really heard your thoughts on how far this could go, what the potential is. So I'd love to hear from you, uh, I'll be, your thoughts I'll be on happy that. To tell you. <laughs> I, I do, I, I'm sure that all the Williot employees are highly believers. I would say that excluding the Williot employees, I am the highest believer <clears throat> worldwide for this uh, concept and idea. You know, generally in life, in technology, uh, you develop a platform and then there are applications that can use this platform. And over time, these applications become needs more power or more storage or, or more speed. And, and then you go back to the platform or core and, and continue to develop that. And then it goes back to the applications. And it's a cycle that con- con- constantly goes on and on. In my eyes, 
Uh, what Reload is developing is a core technology. It's a core technology that has will have many, many applications that currently we don't see yet. We will begin to see, we chose the market specific. I don't know how much I can talk about the market and the customers, but we chose the market and we do have their amazing, great customers. And I do believe that within a year or nearby a year, we will begin to see this kind of stuff really change the logistics of this specific market. And the numbers here are huge. But that's only, only the beginning of exploring the capabilities. And once we will be there at this market, showing how we practically improve logistics significant, improve quality, improve actually issues like health of food, if I can mention that. Uh, yes. And, yes. Uh, and uh, this will open the eyes to many, other, many, many others and say, hey, I can use it for this, I can use it for this. And I do have many of those examples because mm, I told you I'm innovative, so some of my ideas maybe are stupid, but uh, but uh, it opens the door to many ideas. I, I, sometimes I feel that I need to, and I do it, I need to stop telling Tal what kind of ideas I have because I don't want to drag him out of the focus where he is now, which is very, very important. But as you know, probably I'm one of the big believers in the fact in the, the fact that we don't need to develop a platform uh, that would allow many developers easily approach the, the device, approach the software. Actually, I don't look at at Willot as at all as a silicon company. I look at it as a data company. It's a company that deals with data. They're using data generated by these uh, small chips, uh, but. Uh, 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 practically, uh, it's an amazing company that would change the world in many, many aspects. I, I can talk about about, uh, about the car market. Uh, I can talk about uh, medical devices. I can uh, uh, talk about construction. Uh, amazing ideas regarding construction. And a, a lot of other stuff. At, uh, and this is actually something that I, I feel very, very uh, well with, uh, I, I, I identify myself with it because this is part of creating values, making this world a bit better. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Absolutely. I, I totally agree, Dov. And, uh, you know, we have to focus on a few applications to break through, but this is a very, very broad platform that can change the way people make things, distribute them, sell them, use them, reuse them, recycle them, uh, completely new business models. So, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for for uh, for the amazing work you did, and I just want to thank you as uh, an amazing investor. And thanks for sharing some time uh, with us here. We had another half of this conversation that people will can hear next, where we talk a bit about music and how that relates to entrepreneurship. Well, I do have one question, another question, which which we'll get to later, which is, what's your favorite? Uh, thumb drive but uh, um, before we before we get to that um, are there three songs you're a musical person you were just showing me the the bongos that you have which are just beautiful you're a drummer which I had no idea this song, this song, this not song, bongos 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 is much smaller okay. uh, the, the sound is very different this is congas much more professional okay 
I stand corrected, and, and, and I know what you mean. The sound is beautiful for those uh, things. How often do you play? Well, I, I began to play actually only three years ago. Uh, before, uh, I love music. I, all my life, I, I remember myself as a young person saying to myself, I'm so lucky that I, 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 I love music. It's like getting to heaven while you are still alive. Uh, and uh, and I, I listen a lot to music, uh, but I didn't play. Uh, why didn't I play? Uh, when I was uh, at the age of uh, 16, this was the time that everybody bought a guitar, uh, which is not what you think today. Today, people are buying, but mm, it's not so popular. My time, yeah. no internet, no games, no, uh, no TikTok, uh, no, uh, uh, you know, so people went to play football together, bought guitars, played together guitar. And by the way, that caused the situation that the best ones became really very good musicians. Today, somebody can be born with amazing capabilities, but he doesn't write and he does practice and he doesn't. I think that they, that's one of the reasons of the level of music that was generated 50 years ago and is generated today. But uh, but anyway, I didn't play. I, I, I bought a guitar. I actually bought a guitar, and just something didn't feel well. You know, my fingers. And somebody that came to uh, one of my friends came and said, "Hey, you you make a mistake. You have to hold it the opposite because practically I'm leftist. Uh, but oh. then you have to you have to change all the the, the strings. Uh, they have to be another order. So I didn't do nothing. You just right. go, there, you know, somewhere, the room with my room. And a month later, somebody comes, hey, that's a guitar, Why, do you play? I said, mm, I have to switch the strings. I said, how much did it cost you? I said, 120 shekels. He said, okay, I'll buy it for you. That's it. No more, no. Until three years ago. And three years ago, uh, about, yeah, about three, three years ago and a couple of months, we had a, a performance. We had actually an LPA, LP meeting. And uh, we, we took a decision that... It's so a limited, part, limited partners meeting, just to yeah, explain. Yeah, I, I mean, no. These yeah. are the people, these are your bosses, I guess, the people. I always think of VCs yeah, don't yeah. have a boss, but everyone has a boss Everybody and you have the boss. limited partners, right? Even boss, even the big <laughs> boss is a boss. You don't know who he is, but he is. A, of course, there is a boss. Eh? <laughs> so, uh, you know, LPA, our LPs that are coming, we want to make it as a, we have a dinner before, we, have, we want to have music. And we invited to play at, the, at this dinner a group called Shalva. It's a very nice Israeli guys, Israeli people that are, there are, each one has his own incapabilities. One, the singer is a, is a blind. The, the drummer uh, has a, some, his own problems. Everybody is there, but they're very amazing. It's amazing, amazing group, really. And I, I said, I want to play with them. Because, hey, I want to, because I do believe that everybody in the world has his own limitations. I'm one of the guys with the limitations. I'm playing with these guys. So my, my, uh, my, pep, my people called uh, the band manager and said, hey, our managing partner want to play with you. The, the owner, the, the manager of this team said, hey, can't just come and play. He has to, I have to test him. He doesn't know, can he play? Uh, and then uh, so I went and he, he bought me some drum, small drum. Uh, and I passed the test. <laughs> I'm okay. I have a good. Uh, I, I'm a good uh, tempo. And then he said, "Hey, uh -huh. you have to come practice. You have to come and practice at least a couple of times because I, I can't, you can't come just come there and without practicing." I went. I truly enjoyed so much that after this uh, performance, I said, "I have to. I have to do with it something." And I, I went to buy some drums because I want. I said, "Let's." And in the, in the store, I asked, do you have, is there any band that, is, that looks to, uh, for drummer, you know, this kind of drums, percussion, actually? And I said, actually, we do have a group playing, and yeah, you can join them. And I, that's a band. So I, I'm playing with the same band, Thrills. Uh, we play every week. We practice. We do have amazing performance. Performance is, uh, in the performance, we sing. And between one song to the other, I talk about entrepreneurship. And it's amazing how many songs are so well related to that. And the, 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 oldest, the whole story of startups and rock bands is so similar, by the way. What happened to them? How did they progress? 
how everybody tries to build his own differentiation. Yeah. And uh, we became That's... very, very popular. We are very popular. We actually, we are booked ahead of time. So that's that's amazing. Career. And what sort of venues do you play? Well, we where play where are you playing? To Live Your Lover, uh, and uh, we play, uh, uh, you know, Simon Garfunkel stuff. We play uh -huh. Don't Stop, Never Stop uh, Thinking About Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very, very inspiring. It is a great song great. for entrepreneurs. Hey, you fail and fail and fail. You need as a good But this is fascinating, this uh, correlation between the startup dynamic and the band dynamic. I never really thought about it before, but you have questions of leadership and uh, um, harnessing creativity. And what are the other parallels in your mind? By the way, one of the songs we are singing is Stuck in the Middle, middle with You. You know the song. <laughs> <laughs> Jokers to the left of you, clowns to the left, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Hey, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly the description of a startup. You begin a startup. And, uh, and because okay. you, are, you take the most, uh, the smartest guy from the university and you take the guy which with you at your military service, that ever, everybody say, said about him, he knows how to sell ice to, to, the, to Eskimos. Yeah? And then after a year, you find that the guy from university is great solving problems, but he doesn't know how to manage the team. And uh, this amazing guy from the Eskimos, probably he knows how to sell ice to, uh, to Eskimos. He doesn't know how to sell product to Dell. Huh? And uh, it's very different. Um, uh, yeah. And you're amazing. <laughs> so we have this tradition on the show. Uh, we ask our guests for three songs that have meaning to them. Um, do you have three songs that you can share with us? Wow, this is such a difficult question. I really didn't, didn't come prepared. <laughs> I would say that I, I, I love, uh, by the way, we play today. So we play together, we play for a couple of hours and everybody brings his own music and we try stuff. And of course we do a health us as well. Amazing. It's, it's, it's really activity, nice activity, but clearly stairway to heaven. It's a, you know, it's a, the stairway to heaven, nothing is close to that. And then if I have to yes. put the list, there'll be, there'll be many. I cannot say. If I quote two, if I state only two, I know that I hate hey, well, this. And I, how could I forget this? But uh, you Yes, know, yes. I, I mean, I, I think the thing that, that, that sometimes helps people is if they think about a particular occasion or a moment in their life that is linked to a song. Because then... You know, there are a few songs maybe that uh, remind you of uh, childhood or romance so, or I, I don't know. That's uh... So clearly there are many, many songs in Hebrew, which I, I love. I like a lot. And, but, you know, from every time I like something else and I'm crazy about this song and, you know, it's, it, there's no something stable. Today, oh, today we listen to King Crimson. I'm not sure you know, but we are King Crimson. I do. I have a King Crimson record in my uh, vinyl collection back there, actually. The first one was I'm amazing. I'm trying to remember which one it is. But, yeah. In the court of the Crimson Kings. This was, and it's, the whole right. record is amazing. The whole record are uh, just amazing. I, I can't describe it differently. Uh, so I do have two now. And I would, I would yes. add something from um, Moody Blues or Simon Garfunkel. Um, Moody Blues has uh -huh. white of uh, white of uh, uh, night of white satin. Shade of pale. Oh, night of white satin. Yes. Night of white satin. And, That's and great. I, my first big love, not my wife, <laughs> before my wife, was a, a lady that I got to know this song. Actually, it was roughly about. This song is a very interesting song because I, I'm not sure you know. It's a it, it has a history, very unique history. It went to the to the public. It it came as number one. On, on the playlist in America. Mm -hmm. you know, as every song, it began to, you know, people got bored and it went out of the... And yes. five years later, five years later, I, no one understands why it went back into the first place. It's the only song ever that went in such a difference of time to the first place. And the reason, I know the reason why, it's a great song. And, uh, you know, now I was, this was when I was a student at the Technion, and I was in love with a lady which was actually older than me by three years, which was big gap these days. I was in her 
relatively poor family, not, not rich family. She was one of the richest families in, the, in Israel. And uh, we didn't really synchronize. I was in love. I think that she wasn't so much in love. And she, uh, she used to tell me, listen, I, I do have other friends as well. Uh, and this evening I'm going to, somebody else is going to come to me and I would just go there and, and sneak into the, 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 the yard nearby or to the street, looking at her window, do the turn of the light. I did go because I was in love, really crazy, in a crazy way. Yeah. Uh, so that's in my course this time. Mm, that's life. Amazing. Well, thank you for for that. That's that's great. I um, there's so much I I want to ask you about. We have limited time, but um, it would be great to hear about how you got from your early life. Um, and it seems like you didn't kind of start your life knowing that you wanted to invent the uh, the memory stick, the thumb drive. How did you end up? coming up with these ideas and building a company um, around it. Um, I mean, this your your um, name is on a lot of patents that relate to this. You weren't a, a bystander. You were at the center of this. Um, you know, as a, as a kid, did you ever think that you would be creating a technology that would, you know, leave a mark on the world? Clearly, I, I wanted. Yeah, I, just, I had a grandfather that was a really amazing entrepreneur. He was like Elon Musk of the of the hundred years ago. He, he did, I can oh. I can tell you a whole story of an hour about him and the things that he did and how he uh, mm-hmm. took his my father and succeeded to save it, save that because of the Holocaust. All the stories. But my my grandfather, I, we lived in the same room. We had a small apartment and. Uh, he gave me a lot of things that I carry till now. One of them is money is not important. I, I, I'm, I really do believe so. You should have enough, but it's not here. It's not here. I want to have to be more richer and more and more and show others. I don't have it. And and the other thing I seen that it was like, don't break up. Uh, don't 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 leave. Don't don't get it. Don't uh, leave it. I do have memory from my really young age where I'm, I'm doing some job for him. He just created jobs for me. Mm-hmm. I stand there with a very heavy uh, piece that I'm going to drop. And he's, he had no legs, so he couldn't. And he's standing there below me, say, don't drop it. Don't drop. And I do have this in my mind. Like, you know, he had this statement. I did drop it. Uh, so, and, so I'm an entrepreneur in my DNA. So I think it's a DNA of entrepreneurship. I'm very, I'm, and I say something about myself, and and I don't feel comfortable talking about I'm great. It's not that I'm great. I'm very innovative. I always was very innovative. You know, I did. I, I was innovative in the sense that I was a young reporter on an Israeli used newspaper. I was painting, oh, okay. and the, and my, my painting, my my teacher for painting was in love in my painting. She sent it to an exhibition. And, and on the other side, I was very, very good in, in math and physics. So it's it's com- combination, sort of combination. Now, I have to tell the audience something, which is very, very critical for me to say. Being innovative, uh, it's not just positive. There are bad sides to that. If you, if I look at, so it's, you know, it's like a scratch. It's, it's yeah, it, it gives you some benefits and power on one side. On the other side, mm-hmm. I'm very unorganized. I'm very... You know, I, I tend to move from one thing to the other very fast. It's very difficult for me to do only one stuff, uh, mm-hmm. which is a big deficiency. And, and in many times in my life, I, I failed, failed many times, just because, hey, I didn't focus in, in one thing, I did this thing and continue with that. So that's, you know. But how do you, so so I, I, I have to ask you, how do you, you, you're very self-aware of the strength and that weakness. How do you manage the weakness? What's, uh, well, what's when I was at how do you deal with it? Systems, uh, I, 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 went, I went to the Israeli army, I, I, Navy actually. I was eight and a half years. I was the head of the Israeli microprocessor. By the way, it was a great uh, time for me. I really enjoyed so much because practically I was managing 23 projects in my department. It was a big department, many people. I felt very comfortable to go from one project to another, this, do this, learn, you know, do this stuff. Yes. 
and then when I started, when I left the Navy, I established M Systems, and the company dealt with flash data storage. And the company was growing and you know moving slowly, uh, improving itself. Uh, at 2001, we reached revenues of 45 million dollars, and uh, which is you know not big revenues, but I did something which I think was very important. I got into the conclusion that I should uh, not manage the day-to-day life of the company. I bought four guys, actually, from inside the company, and I, I divided the company into four divisions. And I, 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 the four divisions were totally, totally independent in a way that every division has a manager, is, uh, has a vice president, Called it associate vice presidents had their own HR. They had their own. Mm-hmm. They had somebody in the division which had, did all the the economics, the, the, the finance. They had their own sales. They had their own operations, and that's crazy. I divided the operations to four different operations, actually three. The two of them did together. I divided this. I had in the states three, three. Sales offices actually located in different places. And you may say, hey, Tom, it's totally inefficient. On the other side, I gave a lot of power to the managers. And the idea was, hey, guys, you're going to do well. Your division is going to be compensated very, very large, very nicely uh, for the success of the division. It's in, all in your hand. And we kept a small corporate that dealt with, uh, with uh, stuff that was really supposed to collect gather all the data by flash memory this was this was related to all of the divisions I established another group which did some crazy stuff or there was all but the, 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 the idea was to bring the people that practically complemented uh, me in my weaknesses and um, and this worked very very well and I seen that this is absolutely key yeah absolutely key. We've sort of skipped over the the thing where you basically came up with this invention that changed <laughs> that changed the world. I I mean I have one of these in my car. This is my favorite um, flash drive. It's got the two interfaces, uh, the USB C yeah. and the other USB. And, and you know your your company invented this, um, and and it seems I, I, I like it's that. part of the furniture. Yeah. <laughs> How did it happen? <laughs> well, there is a story, but you know, I think that the story is boring. Uh, they, okay, first, when we invented it, we already dealt with flash. We knew what is flash. We knew how to take flash and make it appear like a hard disk, but not in the USB. Now, <clears throat> there is a small story. I'll try to shorten it. I went to a conference in New York. Now, my I live in in Israel, Tel Aviv. There is a flight zero zero yes. one Tel Aviv to New York. Now. I do it until today. When I give presentation, I need to look at it, to go over it. I do it before the... So in the flight, very late at night, I take my computer, I go over the presentation, close it, or believe I close it, put it back into the into my my case, <coughs> my, back, my backpack, and put it below my legs, and I go to sleep. What I didn't figure out is that the computer didn't really shut down. It it it, it just opened by itself like that. Mm. Uh, later on, I did test to understand what really happened. So when I arrived to New York, the battery was totally drawn, empty. Now this is 1998, 24 years ago. I go to the conference. I don't try it, of course, before my turn. I come on to on the stage. I put my computer. I hook the cables. Okay, nothing happens. Now we are a public company. Mm, what do you do? Would you uh, speak without a presentation? You can't. There are lots of numbers. You should talk about. You can't make mistakes in the numbers. And I, what is, what's in my mind? I, I'm going to go back to Tel Aviv to tell my people that I actually went and did nothing. And there's a, there's a, there's a picture. How do you picture that? The picture goes like that. You know that. <laughs> Yes, this is spiral. The sweat of my back. I felt the sweat on my back <laughs> of being appearing such an idiot in front of my guy saying, Hey, I flew to New York. My computer didn't work because I didn't probably shut it correctly. And now I flew back. 
So while I do that, one of the, my friends in the first row, which was supposed to talk after me, say, hey, take my computer. I say, but how can I transfer my files from my computer? A whole dialogue, there is no way. And, and then the computer wake, woke up. That's sometimes because I connected to the power. These days, it, it, it was about, you had to have three minutes of uh, power on before the battery was good enough to really, uh, to really begin activity. Right. So I, I, I did a presentation. I, I do have this moment of, uh, of uh, discovery. This was when I finished and took off all my cables. I had a big, yeah, I, I okay. And then I said to myself, never again I will go to give a presentation without having a copy at my pocket. And that's, all the rest is connecting dots. And I was very, very lucky, by the way. It's not just a matter of being smart or anything else. Uh, lucky, first, I, I didn't know that USB is coming, and I, I didn't know what's, how the flash could be connected. My, my luck here was that there was a committee of uh, that IEEE to define the USB standard. And mm-hmm. the committee did an amazing job. Very, very smart guys, all of them, yeah. I, I met a few of them, by the way, later on. But they didn't, they didn't define that you can connect memory into the USB, uh, into the USB port. So we could file mm-hmm. a patent, actually. And once we file a patent, this is power. Patent is important. When you deal with technology and brings new stuff to the market, you need to file patents. These are this is crucial, and this patent allowed us to. We allowed others to do to to do. We couldn't sue the whole world, but we could actually reach agreements with the flash manufacturers, and tell them, listen, if you actually have to have a license with us to sell to the others, and we were very very we had a very nice concept. We don't we won't, don't want to charge you money for any USB flash drive, but just give us part of the flash that you're manufacturing at a lower price. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, they didn't see it like a trouble or big trouble. For us, it was the ability to win everybody else. They had a better price. Price is very crucial, yeah? That is amazing. I, I, I thought you were going to tell me that you got a percentage on uh, every drive that everyone sold, but uh, you didn't need to do that. There were hundreds of manufacturers. No, we didn't have to do it. And it, of course, it gave us the ability to sell the, to all the to all the large OEMs. So actually, we sold to Dell, HP, IBM, uh, uh, Memorex, Verbatim, uh, many others. And the nice story about that is that when you went to Best Buy, these days people used to go to Best Buy to buy stuff like that, and you stood in front of the shelf of the USB stick, USB flash drives, all of them were ours. Doesn't matter which one you bought. Kingston was a great, great partner, great people, by the way. I, I, I'm a good friend till today with the, the, the COO of uh, Kingston, David Tan. Amazing person. Uh, yeah. So, Amazing. So it, 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 it uh, is interesting. It's a little, it is like being a rock star, don't you think? You're, you're, you're um, something that you've done is part of everyone's lives. And I, I always joke well, about the fact well, that it was, computer no, scientists are frustrated rock stars. No, no, no. First of all, it's a past. It's a gone. It's, today, everything goes through the cloud, and that's the way it should be done. And the, the USB flash, as any technology, would disappear. And that's the nature of technology. It's good for several years, and that comes something which is much better, much more correct. Uh, we always surprised, hey, how could... It's, it's technology. That's what's great about technology. Technology practically improves our life constantly in a way that we cannot actually predict, but it does the job. And uh, uh, I didn't feel like, actually when I was at M-Systems, I was working so hard that I, I tell you a funny story. Uh, when I established a company and I asked myself, what's your target? Well, where do you, hey, if we get to one billion dollar sales, wow, that's going to be an amazing company. Of course, we reach the one million dollar. You say, "Hey, it's not a real company. It's a you know, project here, there. Ten million dollar. That's a real, a real, real company. Ten million dollar. We cost ten million dollar. Say, hey, hundred million dollar. This is in Israel. This, that's a large company. Israel, by the way, it's, these days it was very, very large company. Not too many companies were there over with revenues over hundred million dollars. We just crossed the hundred million dollars, and we went to the billion dollar. 
without noticing. Actually, from $45 million revenues in 2001, we jumped, we, we moved to over $1 billion sales in 2006, if we would complete the year. Five years. It's 24x sales in five years. Not too many companies, not in Israel, in the world did this kind of sharp increase. And I was so busy with what, what, we, what we were doing that the last thing that I thought about, hey, Rockstar, what, hey, what, what was, I was flying these days until I saw them systems in coach. Yeah. And when they gave me an upgrade to business, I used to go to my people flying with me and say, David, you exchanged the ticket with me. He said, no, no, why? He said, because I want to sit with the guys. I don't want to sit alone in the business. It's not fun. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Dov, thank you so much for this uh, personal look at uh, some of your experiences. It's really been fascinating. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. You to your service. So that was my conversation with uh, Dove Moran, remarkable entrepreneur, uh, investor, inventor, uh, innovator, and a musician. Uh, so do check out his book. I've just bought my copy of A Hundred Doors, An Introduction to Entrepreneurship. It's available on Amazon. Um, and uh, we thank you for sticking with us and listening to the end of this podcast. Uh, Please do all the normal things that you're asked to do, or do as a podcast listener. Uh, like us, recommend us, uh, write a review. Uh, but most importantly, um, uh, listen to us next time we uh, create an episode, which should be in about two weeks' time. All the best. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.